Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, or Terry Gillen, depending on where you know me from. And we're back after a bit of a hiatus. It's been, I don't know, maybe a year or so. And uh, just like everybody else, um, I'm in the midst of this enlightenment period. And it's uh, it can be a little overwhelming for all of us. So um, we are here, and I'm actually just trying to re-familiarize myself with the Blog Talk studio, so bear with me. Um, I don't exactly know how to do the chat at this point because they've changed things, so we won't have the chat aspect today. Uh, but you are welcome to call in, and I believe you have the call-in number listed, but if you don't, it's 323-642-1745. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we didn't promote this show, so I'm assuming it will be mostly listened to on the archives. Uh, so don't be surprised if there are no call-ins today. It's just a little getting my feet wet. And we are actually shifting the light of truth to the mystic's place. Uh, This is a a title that I've always loved, and I did a show on another network called the mystic's place. So uh, we've we've just had to find a a loophole around that. So it's the mystic's place with truth light. And uh, it's still the light of truth, just a little more grown up. All right, so... We do want to discuss uh, breaking through emotional blocks today. That was a topic that was suggested to me by someone very near and dear to me. And um, we'll kind of be diving into that. And if you, if you do have questions or comments and you're listening on the archives, you're certainly welcome to contact me through my website, Uh, Currently, it's mysticaltruth.com. We will be setting up another website called themysticsplace.com. And both of them will have listed new events that we have coming up. There's a lot coming up with uh, traveling and events for for groups of people, individual sessions in person. We'll be looking at L.A., Las Vegas, Phoenix, uh, and, and some other ones to come, I believe. So anyway... We're looking forward to all of the new things. We're gearing up for 2017 and 2018, and we have a lot of really neat things in store for you guys. So I hope you'll join us each week, Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, And so that would be 1 Eastern. I'm not going to do any of the other math. Uh, Look forward to growing with you guys. And so go ahead and... Sit back, relax, and just take a moment. We do kind of like to take a minute at the beginning of the show just to center ourselves so that you can get the most out of our time together. So just take some deep breaths, and if you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, close your eyes and allow yourself to tune into your heart and simply breathing into your heart and feeling the love that is always there, whether we recognize it or not, and allowing that love to gently burst into your body. This is self-love. You always have this loving energy moving through your heart chakra. So allowing it to come to your focus and opening up those gates that we oftentimes put there without even realizing it. Allowing all of that love and all of that energy from source, the universe, God, whatever you like to call it, just to move through your physical body and expand out through your energetic bodies. This is something you can do in sometimes less than a minute even. 
once you get practiced at it, and it just brings you back to center. So let's just live in our heart for a moment. And all that means is bringing our awareness there and breathing into it. And as we become more aware of that center of being, allow yourself to remember who you are. That may sound like a big deal to some people, but it's really not. And it will become more and more clear each time you do this. A nice deep breath and open your eyes. All right. I am very happy to be with you all again. And I'm looking forward to this journey that we have set up. There's a whole lot of uh, very interesting things we're talking about. And it's interesting uh, that the topic today is emotional blocks. I don't know if she meant to or not, but the, the person that suggested that is a person who is partnering up with me. We're teaming up and creating kind of this new path for uh, for me and what I teach and do and speak about. And uh, it has meant breaking through some emotional blocks for me as well. <laughs> so... I'm I'm betting that that was not by mistake that she suggested that. <laughs> so, what are emotional blocks? You know, we hear a lot of different uh, contexts for these things. And so I deal mainly with people who are in the metaphysical, mystical, New Age world just because that's a lot of what I do. But the people that I deal with are also kind of coming from a more mainstream lifestyle. And so there are many different levels of tuning into emotional blocks. So what we're going to look at today is as much of the different levels as I can assist you with. Um, Depending on where you are in your progress with enlightenment and, and kind of becoming aware or being aware of the fact that there's an energetic world as well as a physical world and that kind of thing, you may realize that emotional blocks are not always just from this lifetime. Some are, but we may work through the emotional blocks that we identify from this lifetime and find that we're still having some issues. And so what's important to do is to open up to the fact that perhaps you're picking up on some emotional blockages from other lifetimes, or you may be more sensitive than you realize energetically or psychically, however you'd like to phrase it, and you may be picking up on somebody else's emotional blocks, someone close to you, and acting from the place of having that block even though it's not yours. And this is something that people rarely look at Uh, they're actually more likely to look at the past life uh, aspect of it than realizing that they may, in fact, be picking up somebody else's emotional blocks. So, for instance, um, you know, obviously I do a lot of coaching. I do life coaching, and if you'd like to contact me about that, it's it's, uh, been referred to as a white-knuckle ride with a whole lot of laughs. Um, You can contact me through uh, mysticaltruth.com. There's a phone number and email and such on there. Uh, But in life coaching, I find that very often people who uh, were very close to their parents or are very close to their parents or perhaps uh, close to a spouse or a friend, a sibling, whatever it may be, they may actually pick up on the other person's emotional blocks. So, for instance, for me, um, there are emotional blocks that were my mother's that I had picked up on and was trying to work through and and I couldn't ever seem to get to the place where I could really release whatever this block was. Well, it's because I was trying to relate it to my own personal situation and my own personal experience when I stopped all of that and just removed expectations, I found that when I really looked at it, from an unbiased point of view, I found it was a block that didn't make sense for me. And so when I looked at that block, I had to ask, where is this coming from? 
And I found that it was a block that my mother had always dealt with. And it took me a little bit to make that connection, but then I realized that my mother and I were so connected that in growing up with someone who had that emotional block, I simply picked it up as a part of my vibrational pattern. So understanding the way that our vibration works is actually a big part of dealing with emotional blocks. And again, if anybody would like to uh, call in and ask any questions about this, I know we're kind of taking a different path when it comes to emotional blocks, but it seems kind of important because I run into this an awful lot in my coaching, my readings, the healings I do, et cetera. And um, so we're just going to keep running with this aspect unless somebody else calls and, and says that they'd like to go a different direction with it. So if you see yourself as a vibrational pattern rather than just a physical body, uh, which science is actually kind of finally coming around to and all of that, it's, uh, it's lovely how the mystical and the scientific are finally kind of recognizing each other. Um, so you see my mother vibrating as a vibrational pattern, right? And I'm conceived and in her womb for nine months. So I'm obviously aligning with that vibrational pattern just because I don't really have a choice, right? I'm within her vibrational pattern. So while I carry my own, it's certainly going to attune a bit to hers. And then as I'm born and I'm living in the same house with her and we're very close, etc., obviously our vibrational patterns will align. Uh, my mentor used to talk about how back way back when they had uh, clock shops, um, they would have delivery typically one day of the week. They would deliver all the clocks, and the shop would be closed for that day because when they brought all the different clocks in, they were all clicking and ticking and dinging at different times. And when they left them alone for, say, 24 hours, they began to align with one another. So they they became in alignment with the sound vibrations. It actually began to shift how they, how they chimed, how they ticked, all of that. We're not much different than those clocks. So while I'm growing up in this environment with my mother, who I'm close to, I am becoming entrained with her vibration, which means all of her blockages, all of her pros and cons and and healthy and unhealthy patterns, et cetera. And so I can't help but take on some of those blockages, even though I don't know what's causing them, which means I could go for years and years and years in therapy and never actually get to the heart of what's going on because it was never mine to begin with. So this is where intuitive coaching can come into play uh, or intuitive readings, that kind of thing, if you get with the right person. And this can help you identify, is something that you're working on actually yours? Or is it something that has just become a part of your pattern that you don't actually have to work through? You just have to identify and remove from your vibrational pattern. So this is a technique that I call vibrational repatterning. And I've used it with many of my clients, and it's actually shifted things pretty dramatically. And it's something that you, um, once you become practiced at, you can do on your own. Um, but that is one aspect of emotional blocks that I definitely encourage people to look at. Because if you're not identifying the correct block or where it came from, how can you possibly hope to correct it? or to move on from it. So we have there an example of, of why sometimes people just seem to keep working on the same thing and never get anywhere because maybe they're not working on the correct thing. The other thing is the past life uh, blockages that perhaps haven't been worked through. Now, there are different ways to identify these. You can either do past life regression, and I would just encourage you to be very careful who you work with, um, obviously, I do past life regression. Uh, I typically only do it in person, and I'm very 
particular about whether I will put somebody in that position or not. Um, and then there's also Akashic records that can be gone into by the intuitive or the psychic or healer, whatever they choose to call themselves. Um, so the Akashic records can simply go in and say you have a fear of fireworks, all right? And it just doesn't make sense for this lifetime because there's just no reason for you to be afraid of them. But wow, is it just a deeply ingrained life or death kind of terror of fireworks. Well, you can have someone like me go into the Akashic Records and it's simply an area of your, it's hard to describe and different people describe it in different ways, but it's an area of your energy that holds the records of everything that has ever occurred with your particular energy form. So in doing so, we can look and see what what has occurred in other lifetimes that perhaps would cause you to be so afraid of fireworks. Now, I choose fireworks because that was one that uh, growing up I was always terrified of, and I had to actually do this process with myself to figure out what the heck was going on. And uh, there are just some really... Now that now that I've gotten past it, some really humorous stories of uh, fireworks and me and um, Epcot. They do fireworks. I grew up in Central Florida, and they do fireworks every night. And and uh, I forgot about that. And I went with my my then new husband, and uh, the fireworks started going off in the evening. And the next thing he knew, I was gone, and I I just was running for my life. I was terrified. And I went into this little store that's in France, you know, Epcot's version of France, and I was hiding under a table in the back corner of the store. People must have thought I was insane. But being outside in the fireworks just triggered something in me that was so terrified that I went into absolute red zone panic mode, and it didn't matter what I looked like. I didn't care what he thought. I didn't, I didn't care. And uh, so that's what prompted me. <laughs> to uh, find a way to figure out what the heck is going on. And so I did finally reach into the Akashic Records. I figured out how to do that and uh, found that there were past lives when I was in heavy heavy military uh, experiences. And so to me, those fireworks were the same as being on the battlefield. And um, so it was that survival mode that I went into. And it wasn't just one lifetime, it was several of them. So it was important for me to recognize that it wasn't something from this lifetime that I could work through because nothing really, it, nothing happened this lifetime. So what I had to do was go back and resolve what had occurred in those lifetimes. And so that I was able to do and then heal what had occurred in those lifetimes. There were about three that came up, and I was carrying emotional blockages from former lifetimes. So sometimes we have to remember that our experience isn't just the one we're currently in. Our eternal being is one big picture. It's not many different lifetimes. It's one eternal being that drops into different bodies and different experiences here and there. So when we talk about healing something from a past life, it's only a past life in our current brain. So it was important for me to go back to those lifetimes and just gather, okay, what happened and what is the emotional block going on here? What is creating this tremendous fear? And... Oh, we have a caller. Um, if you would like to uh, speak with me, just I think you just press a one or something and let me know. Um, so hello, caller. <laughs> so when we reach back to these lifetimes, it's no different than looking back and saying, when I was seven, this occurred, and it made me very scared, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and... When we look into past lives, it's important not to get caught up in the emotion of what happened. 
it's important only to look at it almost as a movie, saying, okay, well, I see that this occurred, and that makes sense to me that I don't necessarily want to experience that again, so I keep that uh, as a protective mode. But am I in that same situation? Am I in battle? No, I'm not. So it's not important for me to hang on to that self-protective mode that I went into on the battlefield because here I'm just a person hanging out at Epcot with my new hubby and all is well. I don't have to go (laughs) running through literally like a bull in a china shop. (laughs) So um, I'm... I'm thinking perhaps, you know, Blog Talk has changed how they do things. So I'm going to call her. I'm going to pull you over and see if you wanted to say anything, to make a comment or anything. And if not, um, then just excuse the interruption and let me know that no, you didn't, and I'll, I'll leave you be. Okay, if I can figure out how. Hi there. Hi. Are you there? Hi. Yes, I'm here. Okay, uh, they've changed the Blog Talk Studio, so I'm not really sure how to work it anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so was there anything that you wanted to – did you want me to pull you over or no? Yes, yes, I did. I actually do have a question. Um, okay, good. With regards to the emotional blocks, um, I went through a divorce in January. I was married for 31 years, mm. and even though the divorce is over – I feel like I still have emotional blocks because every once in a while I still have to be in contact with my ex and also with my attorney. And Mm -hmm. just as soon as I, like, you know, open an email and his name will be in the email, and instantly I go into fear. And even when I get, like, my attorney will send me, you know, something in the mail and I'll see it's from her and it'll be like, you know, that clench up, like, here we go again kind of. So I was right. hoping, is there, you know, anything you can offer me to kind of help me to be able to not keep, you know, having these experiences? Because, I mean, everybody talks about, you know, clearing your blocks and your emotional body so that you don't carry it into, you know, future relationships. And, you know, I'm right. 55, and I I absolutely don't want to carry this up, you know, into any, you know, potential future relationships. Right. And and just like we were, you know, just like we were talking about before, you also don't want to carry it into the other lifetimes, you know? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's actually, it's fairly simple to catch them as they're happening. So you're in a great phase to actually just keep it from becoming a real, like, block that stays with you. Um, So... One of the things that um, I teach people is the difference between emotion and feeling. And this is a really powerful thing because the emotion is a learned response. And the feeling is what our internal being is saying. So emotions tend to cause a reaction and feelings tend to cause an action so that we can calmly take action. So what happens is, I'm guessing, because I also have an (laughs) ex-husband, I'm guessing when you see that, it triggers an emotion. That's an emotional response rather than your actual feelings. And it's just what, it's a learned behavior. And so if you can kind of take a moment and say why. Why? Why does this trigger every time I see this or every time we have to interact? Or So what's at the core of that? Do you know? I guess I don't want to get drawn back in because it was like a, a drawn-out process. The divorce was drawn out, and I feel like, you know, I don't want to get, like, sucked back into that emotional roller coaster again. Right. And do you think you would let yourself? I I hope not, but like I said, I you know it, it hits me so fast, but you know it's like right. my gut, my gut just plunges. It's like oh, <laughs> you know, you can feel yourself contract. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I know that feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
what you can do is talk to your body because that is a learned emotional response. But the fact is that you don't desire to get pulled back in. I can sense that. So you can talk to your body when you have that response. You can say, you know what, I get what you're saying, but we're not going there again. It's okay. And okay. over time, you can it's it can just be something that simple. Nope, body, we're not going there again. Because what happens is there's actually a biochemical response from your brain that is trained to release certain chemicals to protect yourself. So you go into almost fight or flight mode with that because it's not in your best interest to be involved anymore. And so in life, sometimes we still have to deal with things, but it doesn't mean you have to be engaged with that person or in that situation. So in talking to your body, it simply allows it to realize that the biochemical response can stand down now. It doesn't have to protect you because you get it. You're not going there again. You know, and nope, mm-hmm. we're making our way out. It's totally fine. Now, if there is an emotional block that has you feeling like you don't want to be there, but you're afraid to move forward, that's more of a real emotional block. Um, what you're describing okay. to me can seem like an emotional block, but in fact, like if you go into the there's all these different levels, you know, there's the physical level, there's the emotional level, there's the spiritual level, it's all different things. And so I've made a practice of studying all of them because they all are interrelated. And so to me, it sounds like you're describing a biochemical response, which is super easy to shift just in doing the kind of thing that I just described. Um, but do you feel that there's an emotional block on you moving forward or breaking away from this person? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was just going to say, well, since you brought that up, I, I right. didn't have yeah. any so, fear of moving forward. And so, yeah. Right. So that's the thing is, is kind of dissecting it and going, okay, which part is an emotional block and which part of it is just a response? You know? So it would be natural I would think I mean that's a long time to be married and so I would think it would be natural to not be sure about moving forward you know how do you do that or that that's kind of what I'm picking up from you is how do you move yeah, forward is yeah, that correct that's it exactly yes yeah and you know so starting over you know because I'm 55 it's like you know right I'm not that green chicken that's you know well you know what I'm 51 so that's okay. I'm always starting over. Every day I start over. <laughs> We're starting over right really now. This is my first show in yeah. almost a year. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I it, think that's really a great practice, though, to do that, to continually start, you know, experiencing new things because it's so easy yes. to fall into a pattern. And then when you're, you know, jolted out of your pattern, then you kind of go into, like you said, the fight or flight. It's like, oh, no, what do I do right. now? Yeah, it's very good to stay fluid, you know. Um, It keeps our brains and our bodies healthy and happy. And so I do have kind of a bit of good news for you. Um, We tend to go in seven-year cycles. So, Uh yeah, you're coming up on that that 56 to 63 cycle, which is Um, actually a really great cycle. I'm just turning 55 next Friday, so I'm just hitting 55. I say 55 because, you know, a week is like, (laughs) Right. Well, happy birthday, first of all. Thank you. And um, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's okay because we start the cycles. It's not like it starts, like, on our 56th birthday. Things begin shifting to – it's a fluid motion. Everything really in the universe is pretty fluid. Um, It's our – concepts that have the exact dates and such so you are kind of moving into that new cycle and so that's why the shift is happening at this point in your life it's actually Mm -hmm. a good thing because to me you feel um that there is a new beginning there is there are new chapters not a new chapter there are new chapters heading your way and and i actually see uh freer and lighter kind of energy 
than you've ever experienced before. So you're moving into something really neat. And it's perfect with that timing. So um, the... Okay, so the emotional, just intuitively, I hope it's okay, I'm just tuning in intuitively with you. Um, The emotional block that I'm feeling is just that you're going, are you reaching back to um, maybe what you were taught things were supposed to be? Maybe from mom? Part of it, because I, you know, I can see where my life has mirrored my mom's, you know. Yeah, I'm picking up mom big time. Yeah, well, I'm temporarily living with her as I transition Ah. until I, you know, start. That's my next step is to find my own place and the, you know, employment and all that stuff. So I'm kind of. Yeah, you're actually headed to a really neat time of life. So, but it's really important for you not to get confused with what your mother would think or what you were taught it was supposed to be or what your um, conditioned expectations were. It's really your time this next year, like moving from 55 to 56, so that that year of 55, is really you having an opportunity to discover yourself. Who are you? Not the daughter, not the wife, not not any of the roles that you have played because that's what those are. But who are you? What do you like? What do you enjoy? So the emotional block that I'm feeling from you actually does have a lot to do with what we originally were talking about. The first kind of emotional block is I think you're picking up your mother's emotional blocks. So I don't know. Were you tuned in at the beginning when I was talking about that or no? Yep, no, I've been here the whole show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yay. The <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out how to find the chat room. So. <laughs> yeah. I used I to have somebody help me with these. Button. I think there's a little yeah, button that know. says launch chat room or something. Yeah, it just comes up with some flash chat thing. I don't know. So oh, okay. <laughs> we're just going to leave well, it be for today. Okay. So <laughs> I, um, I was going to have a sidekick with me today. Um, but she she got sick, and so she wasn't able to be on with me today. So I didn't prep for that part of it. So anyway, so yeah, I, I would say that right now a big part of what you're doing is reverting back to what was familiar because um, I'm assuming the divorce maybe, was it a little unexpected somehow? Um, no, it, it took me a while to get to that the place of finally you know, filing because I kept vacillating, you know, the fear right. of, oh, my gosh, you know, can I do this? And then I finally did it. So it, it was a process. It started in, like, 2014 was when I filed, but it took me a while to get to that point, and then it took until January of this year to to get it final. So, so if, if a, I were process. to tune into any emotional block, I would say the emotional block that I'm picking up on is the mm-hmm. fact that you are getting divorced or that you are divorced now, that it actually has occurred. That, I feel, is an emotional block that you're holding. Okay. I don't, does that, how does that feel to you? Yeah, yeah, I can. I, I think I'm holding on to a lot because, you know, physically my weight, has just, you know, gradually up, 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 up to, like, I'm the Mm -hmm. heaviest now that I've ever been in my entire life. And it's really, Mm -hmm. you know, not making me feel real good and real confident about myself. Right. So, yeah. Which is really common. Sort of building up. Yep. So, a lot of times, if it's uncommon for you to have that much weight, that can be your body's way of kind of, it's a physical manifestation of the blocks that you're not looking at. And so once you identify and clear up the blocks, usually the weight will just kind of start coming off because you got the message, you acted upon it, it doesn't need to show it anymore. And so I do believe that the block that is yours has to do with uh, that holy crap, I'm actually divorced. 
this that was not a part of the plan, was it? No, I kind of thought I would, you know, after 31 years, you kind of think you're in it for the long haul, but, you know. Right. But um, So that's the yeah. block to work on. <laughs> yeah, that's the block to work on. Why, why is it um, such a shock when it was a process that was coming? And so the denial, there's some kind of denial for some reason that is, um, not finding a home within you anymore. <laughs> and so it definitely needs to be looked at, you know. And then making sure that you're not falling into your mother's blocks and opinions because that's your familiar that you flick back to. So it would be really easy to work on those emotional blocks, but they're not actually yours, so it won't really help a whole lot. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, yeah. you know, the denial. So, yeah, I think probably on some level it's just like, you know, like you said, it's just like, wow, it, it it's happened, it's done, it's over, and this is what it is. Right. Yeah, and until you get to that point, um, it's very difficult to move on until you identify that and go, well, yeah, I guess I'm a little stunned. Okay, that was not the plan, and now what? It's getting to the point where you can say, and now what, and really mean it, you know. Um, a lot of times people work on their baggage, you know, and they may work on kind of what it is and trying to heal it or whatever, but they forget to drop it and move forward. <laughs> it's one thing they don't they don't really teach is the dropping of the baggage altogether. <laughs> and so by identifying and just saying, all right, you know what, I – I do or I don't want this anymore. It's Somehow it's serving you to hang on to it. So there's a fear of moving on because I don't think you ever thought about moving on. You may have gone through the process of the divorce, but there wasn't a whole lot of thought to where you were going after, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's just like I, I you know, I came here to be, with, you know, I'm living with my mom and now it's like, there's definitely resistance to taking the next step. It's like I talk about it, I think about it, I start like making lists and writing notes and looking into things, but when it comes to the time to actually take that step and do it, I go into fear and I'm just stopped. It's like a lot of times I right. get like a brain fog. It's crazy. So right. I feel like I'm challenging so, myself. <laughs> you know. Well, you are. <laughs> so that's a good that's a good identification. You are. And that's okay because that's what happens until we catch it, right? Yeah. So um, looking at what's causing the sabotage, my guess is that it's really just that you hadn't adjusted to the fact that that chapter is done and now you need to open the new chapter. You just... It doesn't have to be a bad thing. That book is finished. It's not just a chapter. That book is finished. It's the next in the series of your life. What is the next book in your series? And that's for you to explore and find. And it can be really exciting once you close the other book. So the X has closed the book, yes? I assume so. I'm I'm not really in contact with him unless I have to be. Right. Yeah, I get the feeling that, you know, it's it's not necessary or healthy for you to keep that open any longer. Okay. And so, so do, like a visualization, of, like visualize closing a book or, you know, how can I... That's the vision myself? I was given for you. Not only closing the book, but but opening the new one. That's the part that we forget to do a lot of times. We close one thing out, but if we don't open something new, then we just have to keep closing that one over and over. It's like a jack-in-the-box that just keeps coming up because we never walk away from it. Mm-hmm. So are there classes that you've been looking at taking? Um, yeah, I just... Um 
there's like a, the Florida Unemployment Office. They have um, some online courses that you can get to kind of refresh your skills, and I just found mm-hmm. out about those, so I was going to look into it. I guess some of them you can get a certification or just to kind that of... That feels really know. good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that feels like a good move for you. And the more steps you take, it doesn't have to be huge, you know, just take a step at a time forward, and it is you writing the new book in the series of your life. And, you know, if you journal with that kind of in your mind, it can almost be like you are writing your new story. Because, you know, you're, you're almost 55, so you're no longer daughter, right? You're a grown woman. You're no longer wife, so that's done. You've been there, done that. Now, what haven't you done yet that you would like to? You can almost look at it as being on vacation. It sounds funny, but it does work for those first few steps, you know. And so the emotional block, you really want to narrow down when you're looking at these things. um, It's easy to just go to the first thing, right? So... Um, in your in your case, I, I seem to sabotage myself moving forward. Why? And then you come up with the why. Um, so if I were to ask you that, why do you keep sabotaging yourself? I think I have a fear a failure of not being able to do it, of, you know, like financially, you know, finding work that I enjoy that's going to support me, being able to financially support myself. Okay. That's part of it. So why do you have that fear? I'm not sure. I just, it's kind of one of those things that's been there, and that was a lot of why I didn't leave for so long. It's just fear of making it, you know. It's funny okay. because I think part of that's my mom, too, because she had a thing I was about, just going to say. Lady. So, yeah. So, the reason that I go to that why thing is I've found in my own practice that you ask, why do you think you sabotage yourself? They can answer. Um, why do you think you have a fear of not being able to make it? If they can't answer, odds are it's not their fear. If they can answer, then you go to the, okay, why that answer? And you keep going to the, you just say why until there are no more answers and then you can find where it's coming from. So with you, it stopped immediately, right? It's not actually your fear. So you can go, oh, cool, this doesn't even belong to me. I just took it out of the closet, found out it was mom's. I'm just going to give it back to her or throw it out or whatever because it's not even mine. (laughs) It's just taking up space. And so you don't actually have to work through it unless some part of it is indeed yours, but I'm betting there's not much of it that's yours. Because you're very capable, aren't you? I think so. You know, I I think it's just a, I have to get past the fear of, you know, starting over again and being older, trying to reenter the job market without a lot of, you know, job history and experience. So, Mm -hmm. But the fact is that you're not that old at this point because, you know, the boomers are all, it's a huge demographic that is still vital and active and working and whatever. And, And you're like the baby side of the boomers. So it's not what it used to be. So, again, I would say that's probably your mother's thinking because our mother's, in their day, 50s was a big deal. Now, 50s is you're mature, you're not flighty, you probably have at least world experience, whether it's you know on the job or not, doesn't even matter because you've been around long enough to know a thing or two, and that's valued now. You know? So... Mm-hmm. So that fear, again, that fear of being older, is that really yours? I'm not sure. I, yeah. Maybe some of it. 
Well, and that could be because you were taught that this is, I mean, people don't retire at 65 anymore, you know? Yeah. My my mother-in-law, who's kind of a second mom to me, I kept her in the divorce. <laughs> she's 72, <laughs> and she's still working full-time. She kayaks every weekend. She's out camping. Like, she's not quitting her job anytime soon. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, have to work. She loves to. More vital. Yeah. That's yeah. What I want to so find. it's. I want to find that job that I love. So that's. Yeah. That's it's not the same fun. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you actually, you know, fifties are like the new thirties or whatever. Like it's it's just not a big deal. And so that's outdated thinking. You know, which is conditioning from whatever you were raised with. So it may actually be your fear, but because you were raised with information that is outdated. So when we're, you know, getting back to our topic real quick, just we can consider things emotional blocks that just aren't. Because that's not actually an emotional block, right? I mean, if you don't discover it, it is. But really all it is is, you know, Google something and do some research and see what the statistics are. You know, because people are really doing a whole lot more at this age. Life is just starting at this age. Yeah. Yep. This should be the time that the fun begins, and you know, because you've worked up to this point, and you know. But isn't it the time the fun begins? You don't have the you don't have the husband that's weighing you down. You're free to decide what you want to do. It is the time the fun begins. (laughs) <laughs> right thank you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's all Great. perspective it is the time yeah. to begin. I'm going to write that down <laughs> yeah because what if you know what if okay I'm this age and now I don't work I don't do this I don't do that because I'm at this age how many people retire and die a month later yeah yeah true because they're closing a book and never opening a new one Wow. So that's great. Thank you. <laughs> this is amazing. Definitely. That, you know, just that shift in perception. It's just you know. Right. Sometimes you really yeah. need that, and you don't even realize you need it. You're just so stuck in you know what you think instead of seeing it the way you know somebody else sees it. It's like oh, right. Okay, I never thought about that way. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's kind of neat, and so you find um, that actually. See, we found with you, you don't actually have many emotional blocks, with at least with the topics we're talking about. A lot of it is just outdated information, shifting your perspective, somebody else's emotional blocks, you know? So, yeah. So, Very cool. is, so this you. is helpful? <laughs> Good. Well, and I do life coaching. If you ever decide that you want a life coach, you know, mysticaltruth.com, you can find me. Um, I do 12-week coaching, and it's amazing what happens in 12 weeks. So, um, yeah, but just simple little techniques are are super easy. And and then the one thing that I'm going to say, too, is um, when you think you have an emotional block going on, you kind of just run through what we've just done, right, to see is it really my emotional block, And then what's been in it for you to hang on to it? So, like, for you, what's been in it for you to not move forward? There's some way that it's serving you. So finding how does this really serve me? So how has it served you thinking you were too old? Well, just staying here and not moving forward, I, I know that I'm safe and secure here, you know. Right. My needs are met, so... I think that's a big factor. Right. Now, could you move forward a bit while still having your needs met? Does it have to be either or? Yeah, I mean, I think this will be a good time to, like you said, you know, look into the classes and start, like, you know, getting my ducks in a row, start preparing so it's not, you know, this, like, burn into the deep end, but just, you know, a step, a step, a step. Right. Instead of a jump, a leap. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. 
So identifying how it has served you and updating that is a good way to move past emotional blocks too. Because a lot of times emotional blocks are just little, little things we just move to the side. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It can become a big deal if we don't recognize it. So, yeah, we don't mm-hmm. always have to go the dramatic route. <laughs> yeah, you don't have yeah, to say, you know, Mom, I'm it. out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's so true. I think that was, and it's a probably. Lot of it was just... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say a lot of it was just feeling the overwhelm of trying to, you know, take everything, you know, look at everything instead of just looking at one thing and dealing with that and then go to the next thing. I think it was right. I was overwhelming my own self by trying to sure figure out how everything's going to work instead of just one thing at a time. Well, and recognizing when you're in in an in-between period is important. So there is, once you close one book or once it's time to close one book and open another, there is that in-between time where you go, okay, I'm not, which which direction do I want to go? You know, and so that in-between time can be a little funky, but a lot of times just identifying that you're in an in-between time, it is a little easier to not be so hard on yourself because really our beating ourselves up about stuff can really slow us down. Yeah. Yeah. So um so does that feel like we we kind of identified the stuff that was really holding you back? Does yes. it feel like there's yeah, another thing hanging on there or you good? I think I'm good for now. <laughs> I, mean, nice. like I forgot to ask your name. What is talking, your so. What is your first name? It's Julia. Julia. Hi, Julia. Julia from Florida. <laughs> nice. <Hello. laughs> I actually grew up in Florida. I'm out in Arizona oh, now. Cool. God, I love it out here. But, yeah, I was 40-some-odd years in Florida. I don't even remember. Wow. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, Thank you for calling in. I hope we're going to do this Thank every you. Friday at the same time, and and uh, hopefully you will join us. I'm going to just kind of say goodbye now, and um, okay. unless there's anything else. Is there anything else I can do for no. you, or are you good? I'm good. You did great. Thank you. Appreciate right. that. Thank you. That <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. Can I do it? Let me see. Oh, well, I don't know how to make you go away, so... <laughs> Just stay here. Wait, there we go. I got it, I think. Maybe I disconnected her. Oh, Lord. All right, so this week coming up, I will learn how to work blog talk. And, Julie, I'm so sorry if I made you go away. (laughs) I didn't know I was doing it. Um, And so I do encourage you all to, uh, you know, just kind of message me here on blog talk radio or through mysticaltruth.com. And let me know if there are any topics that you would like us to cover. Now, we can do anything metaphysical, spiritual, mystical. Uh, I do psychic and medium work. I do energy healing work. I work with uh, universal law. I've been doing this um, my whole life. I'm 51 and uh, professionally for over 30 years. And so while I don't necessarily want to do the whole uh, free reading thing, because the last time that we did this, we had a lot of people calling in with um, questions that were off topic. And so we really want to make this show about helping people move forward. So um, uh, kind of life directional and enlightenment, spiritual awakening, that kind of thing. Um, So definitely, you know, message me with topics that you would be interested in and, Tune in every Friday, and you can find me, again, at mysticaltruth.com. I do life coaching, readings, um, distance healing, all kinds of different things, um, property clearings, etc. And uh, I do want to thank our sponsors. We have two sponsors. One is Sweetie Blooms, and uh, those are fun little candy bouquets. You can go to sweetieblooms.com. I know they're working on a new website, but for now... Uh, you can at least get their phone number there, and uh, you can you can message me, and I'll get their contact information to you if you like. 
And then we also have Canyon Calling Adventures. Uh, this is an adventure, a travel adventure company for women exclusively. And so if you are a female who is looking to kind of break out of your norm and uh, or you like to just have adventures, uh, definitely check out Canyon Calling Adventures. And uh, Janet runs it, Janet Scalzo. And uh, I'm going to make sure that I have the website right before I say anything. So canyoncalling.com. Again, canyoncalling.com. And uh, these are our sponsors, and we thank them very much for helping us do this. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week. We want to take just a minute to guide you guys through a little technique that I think will help you through your week. Again, if you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, uh, join me. And uh, just close your eyes and take a breath back into your heart again, breathing into that beautiful space that holds the unconditional love that God, the universe, the all, whatever you like to call it, holds for you. This is your connection to the light, the truth, that love that is eternal. Allow that love to just move through your body and through your energy bodies. And allowing that that light and that love to move through the whole space of your home, your work, the places you go, your vehicles. See it extending out to all of your loved ones and all of their loved ones, all of their spaces and places that they go. And then just see this light expand out throughout the country, throughout the continent, throughout the world, moving through the oceans, through the air, taking deep breaths as you go, allowing this unconditional love to simply be, just creates an accessible element of love on our earth for all those who need or desire it, bringing calm, harmony, light, balance. And now we breathe in that energy that has expanded throughout the world and we see that it is amplified and we embrace it and partake of it. Feeling gratitude for all of the wonderful and beautiful things in our lives all of the wonderful and beautiful things to come. Engaging with the potential that our lives hold. Aligning with the highest and greatest aspect of ourselves in the future. And finding our way to happiness, joy, success, whatever that means for you. Freedom, balance, And we call in all of the enlightened beings that work with us, whether we know it or not. And we thank them for their assistance. And we send this gratitude out indefinitely. And we bring our awareness back to our heart. And we take a deep breath. Tell ourselves that we love us. Open your eyes. I wish all of you a beautiful, beautiful day. Again, I'm Truth Light or Terry Gillen, whichever you're more comfy with. You can find me at mysticaltruth.com and you can find me here every Friday at the same time. Have a beautiful week and we will see you all next time. Lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.